Morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to morning worship at Hillhead. And it's lovely to see Jenny and her husband at the hotel this morning. Um, we know that this is the first of two very exciting services today. This morning, we celebrate the Sunday school end of term. And then this afternoon, we mark the baptism of Bethany and Nasi. This morning, our service will be led by our Sunday school leaders, Bethany and Emma, and by our minister, Katrina. And our musicians this morning are Paul, Freya, and Sarah. And in just a moment, Esther and David will be lighting our candle. Then at 3 p.m., we gather either in Kings Park Baptist Church on the south side or on Zoom for the baptism of Bethany and Nasi. And we are all warmly invited to share in that service. Please note there is no evening service today. Then just two pieces of other news. The first is that some of us, some of us older ones, will remember Ian Balfour, who died last week. Ian, for many years, was the lawyer for the Baptist Union of Scotland. He also served as BUS president back in the 1970s. And for some years, he served as secretary of the Scottish Baptist College. A Thanksgiving service for Ian's life will be held in Charlotte Chapel in Edinburgh this Friday, the 24th of June at 12 noon. If you'd like a copy of the link to the live stream of this memorial service, just drop me an email and I'll send you the link. And then finally, just a wee reminder that next Sunday morning will be Zoom only. So please don't turn up at the hotel. There's a big wedding on next Sunday. And so the Kibble Suite and no other suite is available for us. This, I think, is the last uh, Zoom only service because right through July and August, the hotel is available. Time now for Esther and David to light our candle. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light this day.
our prayer of approach this morning is based on the teaspoon model, T-S-P, for thank you, sorry and please. And so let's pray together. Let us pray. As we reach the end of this school year, we take a few moments to say thank you to God for all that has been good, life-giving and encouraging. And so quietly in our minds and our hearts, we offer to God with thanks something that we can do now that we couldn't do when the school year began. Something we discovered this year that we didn't know last year. And something we understand now that we couldn't understand before. We say thank you to God for one person who's been really important in helping us to learn and grow. And for one way in which we feel that we have grown as the people God made us to be. As we celebrate what has been good and encouraging, we also bring to God any sadness or regret that we carry within us. So again, quietly in our hearts, we offer to God the sadness or the regret of anything we didn't learn when we had the opportunity and now that we wish that we had. Anything we did grudgingly and perhaps as a result of that we missed out. Anything we refused to try or to learn about because we thought we knew it all already. And we remember before God anyone we struggled to get along with. And any way in which we've become less than God made us to be. Knowing that God forgives us all our mistakes and bad choices and that God wants us to flourish, we pray. Please help us to hold on tightly to all that has been good, to let go of anything we now regret or that makes us sad and to stay close to you so that we continue to learn and grow all the days of our lives. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
So this term in Sunday school has been really lovely. It's been great getting back into hybrid worship and getting back into in-person Sunday school. Getting to know our young people um, and seeing how much they've developed, learning all their new hobbies, all their new things that they've learned. We've had a lot of fun. So this term we've had quite a broad theme. Um, We've been looking at how God wants us to interact with his world and kind of just how we show his nature within how we treat others and how we treat ourselves. We did a whole block on sustainability last time, I don't know if you remember, so it kind of was a continuation of that. Um, We had a lot of fun, it's quite an adult sounding theme. There was moments, there was some quite interesting moments, some quite reflective moments, but we did have a lot of fun, I promise, I think. We played a lot of games and we did a lot of crafts as well. So we thought we would just share some of the lessons we did with you today um, and hopefully you can take away something from them. So we thought a good place that we would start with was ourselves. So Katrina spoke a few weeks ago in All Age Worship about how we are made in the image of God. And conveniently enough, we'd actually looked at that the week before in Sunday School. So we spoke about how it not only means that we are special and to treat ourselves with love and respect, but also that God wants us to reflect that back into the world. We drew self-portraits. Some of us used mirrors and did a true physical likeness. And other people represented themselves through their family, their friends and pets, and TV programs they like, musicians they like. So it was really to help remind us that we are all made in God's image, his reflection on the earth, and that we should show that in what we do. Another lesson that we looked at was on fairness. Got props for this. So we started out with a game. So each person had to build the tallest tower they could. One person had a pack of playing cards. One person had lovely big foam bricks. One person had a magazine. And one person had a newspaper. And myself and Bethany were in charge of the sellotape and the scissors. <laughs> Which was sensible. So each person had a couple of minutes and had to build the tallest tower they could. And we realised quite early on, the person with the playing cards had quite a difficult job. The person with the big foam blocks, they had it a bit easier. And... Although we didn't do it this way, really the way you're meant to play the game was me and Bethany only gave one person access to the sellotape, but we thought that might be a bit unfair and might result in <laughs> a tantrum. So um, we, they both had access to the sellotape. But it made us think about how we distribute resources, how people are different, differently treated based on all sorts of different things. And we thought of all the things that we can do to make that more fair. Um, and we did a little reflection on it and it's really interesting to see what the children came up with so we've got um, an image I think that shows some of the things we came up with (laughs) there's a look of panic (laughs) Um, but it was really interesting talking talking to the young people and the different things that they came up with that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of Um, if we can't find it it's okay because I think I can remember most of them there we go So some of them, things like not lying, things like making sure everyone's treated equally, were quite obvious. But there was things like trusting people which came up. 
being respectful, being careful around people, around their emotions and around how they're feeling, which were things I hadn't even thought about. And then there was all sorts of things about how when you're running a race, you shouldn't trip people up and things like that, which didn't make it on there because we didn't really know how to phrase it. But it was really interesting talking through that and we had some really good conversations. The final lesson I wanted to share with you was one about worry. So obviously young people are not immune to worries. They pick up on a lot of stuff that's going on. So we wanted to talk about how God said we can handle it. So first of all, we thought about our school bags. School bag here. This was actually Drew's school bag. So (laughs) it's made it quite a few years. And I realized afterwards this lesson probably is more appropriate at the start of school year than the end of school year. Because certainly for me, I started off every school year with a backpack full of all all my books for every subject, all of the stationery I could ever possibly need. And by the end of the year, it was the bare minimum, and sometimes not even that. Sometimes not what I needed. But So we were imagining a full school bag, full of PE kits and all our books, everything. And it was weighing us down. It was heavy. We all know that feeling. And it was a bit like worry when we thought about how we feel when we're worried about something. And God tells us a way to think about it. Jesus says in Matthew, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And then later, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's a bit of a strange and confusing passage. So when we spoke about it a bit, we thought Jesus says not to worry about eating or drink. Jesus, when he says, don't worry about eating or dressing yourself, he knows we need those things to stay alive. And justifiably, there are a lot of people in our communities at the minute who do worry about those things, unfortunately, and that's fully justified. We spoke about how instead Jesus understands that we will always worry. We'll always have things on our mind, things like a test that we've got the next day, or the teacher that we don't like at school. And that's okay. But what God is saying is that worrying doesn't always help. We can speak to God by praying, let him know what we're worried about. And if we imagine our big, heavy backpack, what God's saying is that he can help carry some of the books for us. We don't have to carry them ourselves. So that was kind of most of our theme for this term. We finished off looking at this passage and making this lovely little poster saying, love the Lord with your all your heart and soul and love your neighbour as yourselves. And actually, when we spoke about it, um, we were talking about various situations and how we treat ourselves and others. And what came up quite a lot is how we treat our BFF, which I didn't know was still a phrase that young people used. But if anyone doesn't know, it means best friend forever. And actually, I feel like we should add on to that rather than treating others as we want to be treated. Treat everyone as we would treat our BFF because 
people said they would treat their BFF in the best way possible, possibly better than they would treat themselves. So that was our conclusion, that you should treat everyone the way you treat your BFF. So some of these themes have been a bit more challenging than our usual themes we look at, but it's been really encouraging speaking to the young people about their thoughts on them and just like having a conversation about them, as well as having fun playing games. So I have to say a big thank you to Bethany for all her help, as well as Margaret and Moji, who have helped out a lot, being excellent helpers, and Anne, who has sent out um, a lot of Sunday school emails on our behalf. Um, so it's been a really good term, and hopefully we'll have a really nice summer and come back next term with more ideas. So we're going to sing now, he's got the whole world in his hands, and in true Sunday school fashion, I would encourage you to do all the actions. very good actions well done so I'm going to present the prizes now to some of our fabulous young people in our church um, there are some people who aren't here today some of them have been sent out in advance so they should have them um, and for anyone else I'll keep a hold of them and post them in the week so um, as I say your name if you are here come up and find your name and take your prize away um, but if we give everyone a round of applause as well so we're starting off with our older range of young people. So Sarah. Ailey. Nikan. Benjamin. Nikia. Bardia. Bonnie, Esther, David, Kurt, who um, you should get a voucher um, this week at some point via email. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think we should give a big thank you to Emma for leading us through that.
train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, verse 6, in the King James Version of the Bible, was often on the wall of Sunday school rooms and old primary schools when I was a child. Or if I read it in a much newer translation, which I think is perhaps more helpful, direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Do not let anyone look down on you because you're young, but be an example to the believers in your speech, your conduct, your love, your faith, and your purity. There's a lot of big words there. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, and that's the Good News translation. I'm six years old, and it's Sunday morning. And with my brothers and my sister, we've walked a mile or so to the Methodist chapel. We go down the aisle, and I can see the pink wooden panelling on either side, and I can hear the sound of a slightly out-of-tune piano as a lady sits poised to lead us in a very rousing rendition of either Holy, 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 or At the Name of Jesus, sung from a little blue cloth-bound Methodist school hymn book. And over there is Mrs Morton, who takes the register and gathers in our collection. Just about made it in the days of Thropney Bits before it changed to two pence pieces. And there is Mrs Putnam, who always smiles, always smiling as she sets out the crayons and the things called papers that we used to take home each week. I don't know if other people had those in their Sunday schools back in the Dark Ages. And I would listen to the stories and I would do the puzzles and my hand would always be up to answer the questions. But more than anything else, I know that this is a good place to be. A place where I'm loved. A place where people care about me. And now I'm 15 years old and it's a really hot midweek evening and I'm wearing my full uniform with a tie, a blazer and a hat sitting on a blue chair at the back of the church in the United Reformed Church where the Girls' Brigade District Parade is taking place. And the district chaplain has on his black gown and his Geneva bands and he urges us not to let our youth hold us back but to be active in faith using our energy and enthusiasm in the service of Christ. And I'm struck by this as a young leader who works with the explorers, that's the girls of five to eight, and who teaches in primary Sunday school, which in that church was ages three to seven. Oh, when I was so earnest in my discipleship back in those days. And now I'm 59 and a half years old. 59 and a half exactly today. And I'm speaking at the end of year hybrid service in which we celebrate the children and young people who are part of our Sunday school here. And we give thanks for the young women and the not so young women who lead and encourage them. And as I look back, I realise how blessed I am that I was part of that rural Methodist Sunday school, which I later discovered was led by a Baptist who, who worked there because that was where she lived who welcomed us as we were, greeted us with a smile and told us the stories about how Jesus loved us. A Jesus who cared about children. A place where we were encouraged to think and ask questions, where we could write prayers and very much the same kind of things as our young people and children enjoy today. 
And I look back also with huge gratitude to the Girls' Brigade, where I had opportunities to grow as a whole person, to learn new skills, to do physical things, which we hated, although other people would have loved them. We had to do lots of swimming and walking and running and all sorts of stuff, where we learned to serve each other, and of course, where we learned about faith. It seems to me that that instruction in the Bible about training our children or setting them on the right path has got much less to do with about teaching them stuff than about modelling values. I think we've heard that this morning as Emma's shared about what our Sunday school have been doing this term. I always knew that Mrs Morton and Mrs Putman loved us. I still remember their names half a century later. That says something. Week after week, they were there, ready to welcome us, ready to listen to us, to listen to our worries, to listen to our stories, to get our news, to value us, and to show us the love of God and the difference that following Jesus could make. And it was true also in the Girls' Brigade as a girl and later as a leader in various different churches, that we valued those youngsters, not as the church of tomorrow, as a church of today and I see that here as well our young people are valued not for what they might be in 10 years 20 years or 30 years time but for who they are and what they bring us now so we do give thanks for the young adults especially to Emma and Bethany and also I know sometimes Freya has helped as well who model those values for our children you come week after week prepared whether whether anybody comes or not you're there with wonderful things to do and share together to help people to learn the values of our church of open-minded exploration valuing diversity and inclusion welcoming acceptance fairness and justice faith not about having it all sorted but about holding on even when we do have doubts and questions, even when it doesn't all make sense, even if life doesn't seem fair. But knowing beyond anything that love God, God loves us with a never-ending love. So thank you. Thank you to all of our Sunday school for another year. And thank you to our children and young people. Thank you, Esther and David, Bonnie, Benjamin and Bardia, Nikan, Nikia, Ethan, Owen, Aaron, Jensen, Ailey, Sarah. Thank you, Freya and Leo. Thank you, Bethany and Rachel, who are younger adults. I think, Emma, you're just about squeaking as younger adult. I'm not quite sure where the top end of younger adult is now. But thank you for what you show us about what it means to follow Jesus. Direct your children onto the right path. Model for them the values of grace, humility, gentleness, openness, inclusion, curiosity, faith, hope and love. And when they're older, they won't leave it. But journey onwards in the footsteps of Christ.
Thank you again to Sarah for that really thoughtful and thought-provoking composition and to Freya who shared in, in playing it. Jesus said to his followers that they needed to become like small children, to be childlike, trusting that God really does love them, that God does really hear us and that really does mean what God has promised to us. And so with those thoughts in mind, let us pray. God who loves everything in all the world, we ask you to listen as we bring our prayers to you and to show us how we can work with you to make those things come true. In the Bible, we read stories about how Jesus reached out to touch people who were sick and made them better. This week, BMS World Mission asked us to pray for their projects that work to bring health care to people in some of the poorest and most remote parts of the world. Help them to be like Jesus as they work hard to care for pregnant women in Afghanistan, as they provide medicines for hospitals in Chad, and as they work with others to promote and enable vaccination programmes to reach remote or reluctant communities. In the Bible, we read stories about how the first Christians supported those in other churches, sometimes far away and in different cultures, both practically and prayerfully. This week, the Baptist Union of Scotland asked us to pray for Geary Church, an experimental community in Aberdeen, for Gerrard Street Baptist Church, also in Aberdeen, and Glenrothes Baptist Church. Please help each of them and us to be like the early churches, looking out for each other as we fulfil our local calling. We're also asked to pray for Andrew Clark, who oversees the development of accredited ministers, that you'd encourage and strengthen him as he seeks to support others in a time of ongoing complexity and uncertainty. Last week, we were reminded of the tough teaching of Jesus that we are to look beyond our immediate biological families and natural friendships as we support and are supported by others in the community we call church. And so today we lift before God the names of these friends. Tamara, Hannan and Aaron. Jenny and her partner. Neil and Faye. Graham L, Holly and George, Sheila, Heather and her wider family, Stuart and Pirio. These are our siblings in Christ. Help us as we seek to strengthen the bonds of love between us, so that we may be supportive and encouraging without becoming intrusive. As we look around our community, our nation and the wider world, there is much that troubles us, from climate chaos 
to food and fuel poverty, from cruel and corrupt political regimes to violence and abuse. It can all feel too much. And so we risk giving up on hopes and dreams or become so fatigued that compassion fades. Help us to have childlike trust as we pray for just one area of concern and pledge our love and our energy to help to respond to it. So hear us as we offer these in our hearts now. God, who we meet in Jesus, the baby of Bethlehem, the boy from Nazareth who grew up to be a rabbi, was recognised as a prophet and who is the redeemer of all, we offer these prayers and ourselves in his name. Amen. and stages of life. Bless our children and young people as the summer break unfolds before them. Bless our young adults as the challenges of study and work continue to occupy them. And bless us all as we continue to live as your beloved children. Amen. 